This is Step Out Buffalo's Hump Day Podcast, your guide to a FOMO-free weekend. Hi everyone, this is the Step Out Buffalo Podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Lauren. And this week, in honor of our favorite festival, the Bloody Mary Festival, we are talking about Bloody Marys. You guys are in for a treat. (laughs) We've got a lot of opinions (laughs) on Bloody Marys, people. And most of them revolve around the Bloody Mary Festival being the best thing ever. Listen, it's not our fault that we bring all the best people to our Bloody Mary Fests year after year after year. It just, I just love it there. Yeah, like, we, I just love trying multiple. We do it for you guys. Yeah. We do it for the people. We give the people what they want. And what they want is what we want. Yeah. We give what we, <laughs> we, we give ourselves what we want. We give you what we want. It's oh my great. God. Okay. Okay. So let's start off by talking about what do you think makes a good Bloody Mary for starters? Oh, that is such a good question. Thanks for asking. Oh my God. You're welcome. Okay. So I think <laughs> horseradish is so important for me. That's like your number one. You want 100%. to be horseradishy? Yeah. And I like a pretty thick tomato juice. Like, my family loves Clamato juice, and they Mm -hmm. like clam diggers, and I just can't get on board with that. I've never had it because it scares me. It's just, like, to me, it's always a little more watery. I don't know if that's just, like, an ice cube that Mm -hmm. I accidentally just didn't like it that one time, but, like, yeah, I don't know. It's just the vibe I get. I like the tomato-iness. I just don't know how I feel about my drinks tasting like fish. You know what I mean? (laughs) Honestly, one of the Bloody Marys, was it you or was it Elise saying, like, the, the ingredients? And she's like, crab meat? <laughs> I was Elise. Clam juice? <laughs> like, she was so confused. And I was like, I think that one might be good. Mm-hmm. Like, because there's shrimp on on them. All right, I'll try it. I'll try it. But the juice might be a little, like, where I draw the line. But, yeah. like, I would still drink it. But anyways, I'll drink pretty much anything. Um, <laughs> she's a huge garbage disposal. <laughs> I think lemon and lime is important. LOL. She's saying that because I didn't know that people put lemon juice in their drinks. <laughs> and I just don't understand it. I love if it. I've ever had it, it's been so subtle that I didn't yeah. get the citrus I mean, taste. it's definitely not something that you, like, are going to be like, oh, there's definitely lemon juice in mm-hmm. here if you're just, like, casually drinking Bloody Marys. For some backstory, the other day I was literally going off about why people put lemons and lime wedges as garnishes. <laughs> and I was like, it's the stupidest thing. Like, no one drinks lemons and lime with their... Bloody Marys and tomato juices and stuff, and they were like, um, it's like a key ingredient. So. <laughs> like, don't even give me one if it doesn't have that. It's and you probably wild. wouldn't like it. Like, you would probably notice if it wasn't there. Maybe. Not, like, that it was that specifically missing, but, yeah. like, it gets weird. I think it helps cut, like, the tomato juice with the acidity, sort of. Okay. Um, but then I also, not a huge fan of, how do you say it with a W? <laughs> Worcestershire? <laughs> yes. Worcestershire sauce. Not a huge fan. I'll drink it if you put it in there, but, like, everyone in my family goes heavy on that, Mm -hmm. and I just think, like, meh, I could take it or leave it. Yeah. Huge fan of, like, a lot of seasoning in there. Definitely hot sauce. Mm -hmm. A thousand percent. And, I mean, those are my key needs. And then some (laughs) um, garnish, for sure. Hate celery, so get that shit out of Does here. Does anyone eat it is the question. I don't know. And like, like, do they, is it just really there for stirring purposes? I don't, but also straws. Right. Or like, take your glass and swish it around. Like, I don't there's know. other things. Yeah. Like, we're just like, wasting so much celery as a society. <laughs> and I also love pickles, like, involved. So, yes. any like, olives or pickles, I'm here for that. Mm-hmm. Put some juice from the olives and pickles in there. Yes, I agree. to go. I agree. I feel like when it comes for me, what's most important is, like, proportions and ratios. So, like, Same. I hate when something... I hate 
when you like you have to like just be able to taste the booze like a little bit but mm-hmm. i don't want it to be so overpowering that i'm like gagging right especially if it's my first bloody mary like i'm not ready for it totally i'm not ready and also like Reel in the ice because, like, if yes. it gets watered down, like, yes. no. I hate when people fill, like, the whole cup with ice and then, like, they put everything in because if you don't chug your drink immediately, it's going to get watered down and be disgusting. Right. But I just, like, I don't know. I guess I'm here for the tomato juice more than other people probably are. I like the tomato juice. Me too. And I feel like I like... Yeah. I like all the ingredients. Whatever's in there. Maybe there is lemon in there. I don't know. But as long as everything's in, like, the perfect proportions. I don't want it to taste one thing over the other. I want it all just to blend really nicely. Yeah. And I feel like I am a really big fan of, like, pickled things. Like, pickled right. cauliflower, pickled oh veggies. Oh, Yes. Pickles, generally. Like, just themselves. put a whole pickle plate from the Grange on my Bloody Mary, please. Thank yeah. you. Oh, and olives. It has to have olives. Has to. Preferably stuffed with cheese. Yes. But also more cheese. Right. And then I want meat. Uh-huh. Lots of meat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> Wait, I was just going to say something that was so important. Cheese, meat, pickles, no. olives. Um, first things first, I really have been dreaming ever since the first Bloody Mary Fest four years ago, right? Mm-hmm. What, what is time? <laughs> um, about Bally, who's winning Bloody Mary that was, like, Hawaiian-inspired. And we've never seen it again. Ever again. It had a black salt rim with yep. a Hawaiian, like, pineapple spam garnish. Yeah, and it was, like, sweet. Like, what? They won, and they won the first Bloody Mary Fest ever, and then that drink has never been seen again. <laughs> and it was so, everyone loved it. It was it so was good. It was so cool. It was, like, just creative enough that it was, like, awesome and intriguing, but, like, it still got the point across. Yeah, I agree. That was a really good one. That was one of the things I wanted to say. The other thing is I don't remember still. <laughs> It'll come to you mm-hmm. as we go through the list. So, Bailey, who won our first ever Bloody Mary Fest, and I think ba- Barville won the best garnish that year, right? They oh, my had, God. Like, they had, like, the chicken skin with, like, the blue cheese wrapped inside it of it. It was so cool. That? It was, like, almost like a wing meets, like, a chicharron. Mm-hmm. You know, like, the super crunchy, like... Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. It was really, and really And it was stuffed good. with, like, a creamy mm-hmm. something filling. It was just perfection. Yes. Do they do that? I've still never been to Barbell. No, they don't do that. I think some of the bars, like, really bring out all yeah. the stops. Yeah. For the festival, because we kind of, like, want them to bring cool garnishes for you guys. But mm-hmm. at their bar, they do this super hot, they use their wing sauce, so, like, you cannot go wrong there. And it's just really hot, and it, like, burns your soul. Gives you a lot of heartburn, but it's awesome. <laughs> You're really selling it to me. <laughs> I mean, it's just, like, the wings. Like, if you like wings and the sauce and you like it hot, you're going to like it. <laughs> we love heartburn. Here in for a treat. <laughs> this one's for you. <laughs> Um, and then the year after that, Sophia's won mm-hmm. the Best Bloody Mary. Which, they deserve it. Yeah. And they did, like, their, they just did their classic Bloody Mary that they always have. Sammy's, right? Yeah, with the bacon and just all the traditional garnishes. and It was it, gorgeous. And it, it really was a work of art, to be honest. But, like, a super basic work of art. Mm-hmm. But, like, uh, they hit all the right notes on that basic, yeah. traditional... Not basic, traditional. And I feel like they just had the right proportions. Like, it yeah. wasn't too much of anything. It just was all perfectly yep. rationed and delicious. Yes, I agree. And they were amazing. And then last year, Burning Buffalo won, and they also did a traditional one. To be honest, I didn't try that one. Really? I don't... I haven't tried, me- like, too many of them in... 
like, was it last year or the year before that I didn't get to try any? I don't remember. <laughs> you were busy working. It's fine. The Rusty Nickel one, though. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to skip ahead. No, but uh, Rusty Nickel's on was, um, they won, what, Most Creative and Best I Garnish? I think so, yeah. And that was, like, the mango-y one, right? Yes. Oh, my God. I, I tried that one. That one was really, really good. Yeah. Really, really, really good. And it was a little less spicy than it is at their normal place. So, mm-hmm. like, if you go to their brewery and get it, I feel like they spice it up a little bit, or maybe that's just the one I had. Yeah. But it... And I don't like spices. I was good, but I was just crying at the bar. And I was like, it's really good. (laughs) I can only imagine. I just, I cry. I cry a lot when I eat because things are spicy, but I still like them. But like, yeah, you still like the flavor. It just hurts. (laughs) It just hurts me. So do you remember the Burning (laughs) Buffalo one last year? Yeah, I think it was a traditional one. I'm pretty sure it was just a regular. I mean, people love the traditional. Let's be honest. Especially a traditional done right. So I think they were another one that had like the right proportions and they just, they just knew what they were doing. Sometimes mm-hmm. people, I think, I don't know, they tried too much to make it boozy, and then that just makes it gross to me. Or right. they try to, you know, go this direction or that direction, but just perfect it. Remember the Deep South Taco craziest garnish one with the taco and the churro? Yeah. That was cool. That was a really good one, too. I mean, I'm a sucker for the garnishes. I know that makes me basic, but I don't care. I mean... It's just the truth. <laughs> I Who doesn't want a meal on their drink? Exactly. The best kind of meal or Come on. comes on your drink. Yeah. Something like that. What were the ones upstairs? I'm just trying to remember all of them. Go down memory lane. Oh, Thin Man was there. Mm-hmm. That one was cool. Um, upstairs. Is it Club? Winfields did one. I don't remember exactly what they did. But I feel like those, that was two years ago. Maybe. We've had a little, we've had everyone over we've the years. We've had so many people over the years. Mm-hmm. It's been a good Coulter time. Bay did that, like, Doritos one. Yeah. With, like, the Dorito Rim. Mm-hmm. Which got mixed reviews. Some people loved it. Some people hated it. I thought it was cool, but then again, I'll just, you know, I'm into all of them. Mm-hmm. Like, love it. There's so many, so right. many good ones. Okay. What is next? We're going to tell you about some of the craziest garnishes we've seen in Western New York. So obviously some places just do the traditional, like we said, they always do that stupid ce- celery stock that like, we just need to cancel it. Honestly, no one what is it. the purpose? Someone tell us. You're just wasting your money because everyone just keeps it in their drink and you throw it away. Yeah. So... Save it for a rabbit or something. Um, Cask and Cow up in Lewiston has a cheeseburger slider on theirs. And it also comes with, like, bacon and the citrus and the olives and all that good stuff. But it's literally, Yum. so it's like a pint glass. And then on top of it, just it's just this burger slider that takes up the whole opening of the pint glass. That's how big it is. That's sick. And good for them. Cask and Cow is kind of... It's kind of like Lewiston's, I don't know, it's got like Grange vibes kind of. It's not as like white and bright as the Grange, It's got, but it's got that, that kind of nice, modern, rustic right. farmhouse vibes. And that's really, and they've got really good burgers like to begin with. They're known for them and they do a lot of cool creative things. Cool. I went there during Peach Festival and they had a peach burger that I had that was really good. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm so hungry. Stop I'm it. Sorry. Always. <laughs> I'm going to have to go home and have a Bloody Mary tonight. <laughs> Honestly. At night. Just go out to a bar. I need a Bloody Mary, please. Thank you. I don't care that it's nine o'clock. <laughs> I feel like why don't more people like go for this idea, this like, concept? Yeah. Like, it, just, it's so Instagrammable. And it makes you just that much cooler and better. And you're already doing food and drinks, so, like, all you have to do is put them together. Mm-hmm. Get a big, thick skewer. I don't... Yeah. They have them at the store. <laughs> this isn't that hard. We're basically... Wegmans doing... has skewers, I'm exactly. pretty sure. The, the internet does, too. Yeah. It's crazy. 
there's this thing called Amazon. <laughs> um, but anyways, the next one that this literally, we only have two on here that have like that crazy of garnishes. So yeah. if you've seen one or heard of one, let us know. Um, but they are far and few and far between. So Casa de Pizza puts a slice of pizza on theirs, which is pretty cool. It's pretty, it's cool to see like the pictures cause it's just this massive slice of pizza, like overflowing on right. either side of the thing. And they've got like, you know, a pepperoncini and a couple other things on top of it. So smart. But that's what we want. Like we want. We want extra. We want the craziness. We want you to be extra and dramatic and over the top. There's this place. Is um, so much to ask? <laughs> please, people. I mean, I would pay good money for this, honestly. I mean, if I got like a decent amount of food or some crazy cool garnish, yeah, I'd pay 15 bucks for a Bloody Mary because it's like a little snack. It's right. like an appetizer in your drink, all Wait, in one. Is it fair to say that some of the best Bloody Marys are at the Build Your Own Bloody Mary bar at our Makers and Shakers event? <laughs> I mean, you can make it. You, you can, can dream do it. You when <laughs> there's bacon involved, so that's all you need to know. Just put a whole pound of bacon, and on it's top. ten bucks, and you can just do do it up. Mm-hmm. Okay. You guys get ready for the spring makers and shakers so. <laughs> coming to a hotel Lafayette near you. Okay, backtracking to what you were gonna say before I interrupted fourteen times. <laughs> I was gonna tell you guys there's a couple different crazy Bloody Marys I've had outside of Buffalo. So when I was in Atlanta, they've got one where it's like a forty dollar Bloody Mary. And oh my god! It literally god. has. Like, a rotisserie chicken on it, and, like, a burger, and, like, all this crazy food. And, like, me and my best friend just split it. <laughs> and it's got, like, all these, like, eggs poking, like, hard boiled eggs and oh stuff. Oh, my God. It were they purple? so good. Were they pickled? They weren't purple. They were just, like, regular hard boiled oh eggs. Someone do a pickled egg, Bloody Mary. Pick, just pickle everything. Pickle How the whole thing. How hard is this? I mean, ideas <laughs> everywhere. Fine. We'll open a restaurant. <laughs> we'll do all of this stuff. Oh. Um, and then the other ones I've seen are at Honey Eye Falls, which is kind of in the Finger Lakes. It's, like, south of Rochester. And they do ones where they have whole lobster tails. They'll do ones with, like, stuffed chickens and stuff. They, they do these crazy Bloody Marys on Sundays. It's actually been on, like, my bucket list to take a little road trip there. and My mouth is watering. I think it's called, like, the Honey-Eyed Boathouse or something like that. If you... Well, that one was in our Rochester Bloody Mary Fest. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they did a couple different garnishes for that, too. But they're just, like, they just go nuts. It's awesome. They go balls to the walls. Appreciate so, yeah. you, people. If you guys know any that do anything crazy like that, that we just haven't found here in Western New York, please let us know. Please. The people need to know. We beg of you. Yes. All right. Next up, our favorite Bloody Marys in Western New York. And we kind of pulled this list, um, like our personal favorites, plus yeah. our brunch writers and other people around the office. Mm-hmm. One of the top ones was definitely Kohl's. They have Bloody Pints. They infuse vodka with like herbal basil, jalapeno, cucumber, bacon. Oh my God. Yeah, they have like all these wild flavored vodkas and stuff and they've got a whole i don't know maybe like 15 to 20 different bloody marys with all these crazy different flavors and Mm -hmm. that's i feel like kohl's is just an iconic brunch spot yeah they were at their first bloody mary fest weren't they they won best garnish i think yeah people people love their kohl's i mean if you have bacon vodka on your menu sold yes please sold i want to i want to go to there please um so they're definitely like an og that i think is just a favorite yeah. forever. Classic favorite. Sophia's also low-key one of the best Bloody Marys in town. When they were in our Bloody Mary Fest, what was it, two years ago? Mm-hmm. Everyone who asked was, you know, everyone would be like, oh, who's in the Bloody Mary Fest? And we would tell them, and they would be like, oh, Sophia's in the big, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. They're just I feel like iconic. they were like, yeah, the most, like, 
recognizable even for yeah. the Bloody Mary specifically. And it's this, if you've ever been there, it's kind of like this divey looking place. It's on Military Road. I think it's technically Kenmore, or Kenmore mm-hmm. um, somewhere like on that border between Kenmore and Buffalo. But it's on Military Road and it's just this unsuspecting looking house that's got you know turned into a restaurant says Sophia's on it and then you go in and it's kind of like small or whatever and then they just have these amazing bloody marys and food and everything next up we have roost which i mean they're just they do amazing brunch all around so i feel like there's nothing that crazy about their bloody mary as far as i can remember it's just really good it's just so good like it's just well done like these people know what they're doing Mm -hmm. and then mixed with the whole brunch food menu I yeah can't. and the like, vibes and the atmosphere yeah like I when I was there last for brunch I literally drank like four of them because I just like mm-hmm. couldn't stop one of my favorite ever Bloody Marys was when they were Martin Cook's mm-hmm. in the Horse Feathers building and we went there for Valentine's Day once and I got really drunk off their Bloody Marys I only had two but they were just like so good and so strong that I was like I've got to go which is crazy because it doesn't taste strong like when you were saying earlier exactly. like when people get it confused and put too much vodka but they were like really strong without mm-hmm. they just know what's up you that's said, the point yeah proportions people they they're like legitimate chefs yeah okay whipping these up yeah Aroma on Bryant also does a really good Bloody Mary, and you can actually get a picture. So if you go with like a group of people, it's I think thirty three bucks, and you can get a picture of Bloody yes. Marys. And they've got, of course, their house one. They also have ones that have like a Guinness Irish Stout, and they've got ones with Slim Jim garnishes. Like they've got a couple really cool creative mm-hmm. Bloody Marys, and that's just that's a really good brunch spot. Yeah, they were at our first Bloody Mary fest. Remember? They were. Or did you black that all out? <laughs> There's been, honestly, who hasn't been at our Bloody Mary Fest? I know. That was cool. I'm glad they came. Mm-hmm. I'm really here for um, beer in Bloody Marys, like when they do that kind do of thing. Do you taste the beer? No, it's just kind of like, sometimes you do, but a lot of them just kind of like, it's just another ingredient. Yeah. You know, which like kind of makes sense because there's so many random ingredients anyways. Mm-hmm. Is, doesn't Shango do that? No, Shango does the wine Bloody oh Mary, yeah, yeah. Or like the... And like Alchemy does. Um, do they do sake in there? I think they do. They don't sake. have a hard liquor license. Yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I love that. Same Good for them. Um, and then last on, on this list is Hydraulic Hearth. We can't not mention them. They do. I I do love this Bloody Mary. Like the it, what is it called? The Bloody Wilbur. Yes, and it's got whiskey in it, right? Whiskey or bourbon or something. Some, like I think it's like an infused with bacon. Something infused with bacon. Yeah. But like yeah, I think it's a slightly different liquor yeah it's not vodka i'm pretty sure it's like whiskey or bourbon yeah, but infused. i think you're right it's it's Good very for them. very very tasty and again great brunch spot mm-hmm. great vibes i almost went there the other day but then it was i had to go home <laughs> remember when they did brunch with uh bread hive that one summer or two summers and yeah it was like all bread bagel sandwiches oh, oh my god so i honestly good. went there so many times when they did that right like every other weekend because <sighs> i just love bagel sandwiches like again more bangles, bagel sandwiches, please. They were doing some collabs, too. Like, they've done a couple of really cool collabs. They did, like, the gospel brunches that they've been doing over the summertime, which are really fun. I'm obsessed. Did we order that together? Yeah, that we did. so good. And we ran into my mom. Was my, like, we, I feel like we ran into my mom or something weird, and I was like, oh, what? Classic. Classic Diane out and about. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now we have to talk about the brunch and Bloody Mary spots that we're dying to go to. First up? All of them. Mia Kobe's, <laughs> which is... A build your own Bloody Mary bar. Yeah, we just Adrian, our brunch writer, just 
did an article about this, and mm-hmm. it's who doesn't love a build your own? Honestly, seriously, that's reason enough. You can just do. You can literally make your dreams come true. I mean, it's just like it. That just equals dollar signs in my mind. Like mm-hmm. I'm getting my money's worth. I'll take this whole jar of olives. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> like, I can just it just all uh, of this. I don't need make, ice. I'll just use olives. <laughs> You can make the proportions exactly how you want them. Right. Maybe you love hot sauce. Maybe you love pickles. Right. Huh. Beautiful. Amazing. Wonderful. And they have Italian nachos. Right. Oh, what was the pasta thing? She said they've got like a fried pasta something. Did you read that? I think they use that for the nachos. Oh my God. Are yeah, I've heard me? really good things about that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm salivating. It's fine. It's on my list for <laughs> sure. Next up is Barbell, which I've actually been to, but, but I haven't. I haven't. This is a this is a Lauren wish list one. I mean, I've had their Bloody Mary. You had it at the Bloody Mary Fest, but not the one at their place, which is like slightly different. And yeah. I was telling, was I telling you this before this podcast? Maybe, or was it on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> like it's really hot. So I think you might have mentioned that literally ten minutes ago, but it's fine. Yeah, but like it's just super hot. Can you? Warmed. Okay, so my question is: Can I be like, can I get a mild wing sauce in this, or do they only have one speed? And it's the honestly, hot sauce? I feel like it's one speed, but like, don't quote me on it. Okay. I mean, I feel like if you asked enough, yeah, maybe they would adjust it for you because they have all those different sauces. Which that's what I'm how saying. How cool would it be if you could get like the honey butter barbecue? Like, or the Cajun sauce. That's what I'm mixed saying. Mixed in. I'm drooling. Mm-hmm. But I just have a feeling like that's not true. But I feel like I haven't checked in on that in a couple of years. Yeah. So, like, maybe now they have, like, the capacity to do that. They've I... kind of been, like, not by any means, like, changing at all. But they have, like, for example, an mm. actual hostess on Saturday nights <laughs> that has, like, an oh, actual list. Groundbreaking. Instead of just going to the bartender and trying to get on some magical list in yeah. his mind. So, like, things like that. So maybe, like, they would be able to accommodate. Like, they have the whole mm-hmm. takeout area now. So you never know. So, like, if I explain my propensity to tears. <laughs> right. They'd be like, we don't want this woman crying in a restaurant. But honestly, like, the mild is still, like... You know, like, the medium sauce is pretty hot. So yeah. I don't even know if you'd be able to handle the mild. <laughs> I mean, I, I wanted to find out. I wanted to test myself. You're, okay. Go, I want to go there. I want to go to there. Do it. I need to. I also need to go there for so many reasons. And then I've never been to the Black Sheep's brunch Oh, my either. God. It's amazing. I've heard. Again, just like Roost, their whole brunch. So good. I heard they do, like, creative stuff, too. Like, I heard they use um, Barrel and Brine products different things within their bloody marys and they kind of change up their bloody marys every now and then yes and i really 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 want to go i feel like at one point it was like a kimchi that they mixed yes. in yes yeah it was super good i haven't been there for brunch in a while though to be honest i've never been so it's on my list it was like i was going there every time i went to brunch i was going there so i was like <laughs> i gotta stop because <laughs> it's so good the food is just like yeah mind-blowing like the hash oh my god do they switch their food menu too up like or is it kind of the same standard brunch i think it's like time? similar like they have some staples i'm sure they add some specials mm-hmm. you know but i kind of have only eyes for like their hash <laughs> their h-r-e-a-m Oh, okay. But truly, it's been a while since I've actually been there and not, like, just heard secondhand information from our writers. So yeah. I'll let you know after this weekend. Yeah, so we all need to go. <laughs> yeah. That's where you can find us. Okay, now we've got to talk about the 2019 Buffalo Bloody Mary Fest. Ooh. We've got to pick who we think might take the crown this year. So we'll tell you who's competing. We've got Casa Azul, Burning Buffalo is back, we've got Rusty Nickel who's back, Frankie Primo's. The Garage is making their Bloody Mary debut, Panorama on 7, Acropolis, Soho, The Terrace, Black Button. 
There it is. All right, so Emily, out of those contenders, who do you think will be taking the crown this year? That is the hardest question you've asked me all day. <laughs> is and it? Honestly, there's hard ones all the time. Um, I mean, we were talking about the Tristan Jordan Woods scandal, so I feel like that's true. That might have been a little harder. <laughs> those questions that I was asking you. I take Bloody Marys very seriously, though. <laughs> true, but also the Kardashians. So, um. I mean, I don't know who's going to win. That's a different question than who you think I'm going to like the most. But Rusty Nickel has been in the running for years. That's true. And, like, they always get some award, but not, like, the top award. Um, But then it's, like, do they get too creative to have, like, the mass Mm -hmm. appeal? But, like, I'm here for the creative ones. I don't really... I can make a standard one at home. It's called Mrs. T's. Look it up. (laughs) Google it. Like... So I like the creative one. So I would pick, I want Rusty Nickel to win. Or Casa Azul, because you know they're going to bring it, and they don't give a F yeah. if they like have super mass appeal or not. Like They're still going to stay true to their roots and like do mm-hmm. their thing in their theme, which I love. I'm excited to see what they do, because I, do they have Bloody Marys at their restaurant right now? I don't know. I, I would, don't know I would either. assume so. But I feel like out of this whole list, they're... Like, the most interesting. Like, everyone else is kind of... Like, obviously, everyone's a restaurant, but they are, you know, like, a Mexican restaurant. Like, I think they they could do a lot of creative stuff with their Bloody Mary that maybe other people might not do. Yeah. Like, I maybe agree. use, like, sauces or spices or, like, different totally. like recipes or something. Acropolis got real creative last year, too. I mm-hmm. feel like. Like, it was different and unexpected. Yeah. So, I'm interested to see what they do. Okay. So, those are your... Those are who, that's, I mean, that's who I you're watching. Answer. I can't answer. That's who you're watching. Bloody Mary Watch 2019. I think, like, Rusty Nickel might pull through this year, to be honest with you. They are seasoned vets. They've been, like you said, for that a couple matters. years. That matters, yep. Mm-hmm. You gotta get your shit together. They know the drill. <laughs> All right, so I am excited. Oh, I know who you're gonna say. Let me guess. <laughs> well, hold on, let me Wait, tell I'm you. gonna write it down. Okay. So I can say that I was right. <laughs> um, well, Emily is taking her notes. I will say I'm excited to see what the garage does because they don't have Bloody Marys on their menu currently at their restaurant. They do have the best cinnamon rolls in town. Oh. If they come out with a cinnamon roll garnish, oh my god, I, I would actually, die. I would die. I will actually pass out <laughs> on the ground. She's you'll need to fan me. They to- will have the longest <laughs> line. If they are smart, they will do that. I hope. You're listening, garage. I'm getting way too excited. Me it's too. probably not going to happen. Let's second our hopes up, guys. I mean, they've got the best cinnamon rolls in Buffalo, so, so. they should. They should. They should. Um, I do like Black Buttons Bloody Mary. They actually have like jars at their place. You can buy their Bloody Mary mix. That they, I don't, I don't know exactly what they do to it, but it's really good. And at the Rochester one, I think they won or came runner up or something like that. People liked it. Yeah, it's really it's a tr- good traditional one, and I really do like their proportions. Mm-hmm. I am very much into them. I do like Rusty Nichols, too. I think... Drum roll, please. <laughs> I think Panorama on 7 could do something cool. They've yeah. got a lot of manpower. They've got a lot of creative chefs on their team. Totally. They, They've got some moolah behind them. They're not afraid to invest in this event. Exactly. And I feel like whenever they come out, like, they... They just, they're very impressive. They've really shown that in past events. Yeah. They've never been at the Bloody Mary Fest, have they? They did the cocktail classic. I don't no, remember. I don't think they did. I don't if think. they did, it was like years ago. Yeah. 
But yeah, they, like you said, they're not afraid to invest. They know, Mm -hmm. like, how great this is to kind of, like, put themselves out there in front of a new audience for a different thing that they might not be known for. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you can have a Bloody Mary with an amazing view. Yeah. So. I like it. We'll see. I feel like those are my picks. Did I, did I get it? (laughs) Who's your number one? Did I win? Who's your number one who you think is going to win? Who I think is going to win. Oh. Oh, God. I don't know. Maybe. Hmm. Now, <laughs> now I want to, like, answer correctly, even though it's totally up to me. But, <laughs> um, yeah, but, like, you want to win. You want to, like, who do I think you want to pick win? the actual winner, but also the yeah, this. But this is more me. Like, I'm trying to guess yours right. Yeah. So you just do you, Lauren. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like. I honestly don't know. Well, you have to pick one. <laughs> You're on air. I know, I know, I know. Okay, maybe maybe Rusty Nickel only because they've done it so many times. But also maybe Burning Buffalo because they've also done it and they've won before. But also Black Button, maybe. <laughs> but also maybe Panorama on 7. Okay, final really answer, it. number one. Uh, I might pick Panorama on 7. What? That's what you said. <laughs> That's really funny. I know you too well. <laughs> I knew I knew it was Listen. deep down inside. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I just first of all, I really I mean, you're not wrong. I really, really I mean, I like low key think they're one of like they're a really good restaurant in Buffalo. Totally. Like, if you've never been there, like you need to go. They do it right. They do yeah, they're really creative and they just not only do they have like the team and like the money behind it, but like they are just really like they care. They have they're the passionate. drive. Yeah. yeah. Like they want to be recognized. Right. And they want everyone to have a great experience, like with every sip and bite. hundred yeah, percent. Like we've seen that at our other events. Yeah. So I'm really excited to have them. Me too. I'm glad I won your contest. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad I won. Because I guessed, right? Well, and then we get, we're all winners here. Exactly. So, that's pretty much all we have for that's, you today. That's the Bloody Mary episode 2019. We're pretty obsessed, if you can't tell. Mm-hmm. So, if you got a ticket, hopefully we'll see you there. If not, maybe, you know, call some people. Try and find one person that's not going. Yeah. They exist. Check the Facebook event. There are a couple people, like, sometimes that last minute can't go, or if you say you're looking for tickets, someone might have some for whatever reason. And good luck with that. Yeah. Hopefully we'll see you there, or not, if not, next year. Yeah. If you see us, come say hi. Yeah. Tell us you listen to our podcast, like, Rohanded at (laughs) Corkhead. All right. See you guys later. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Tell us how much you love us. Tell a friend. Instagram it. Tell us that you're listening. Okay, bye.